but but for us, it is should we get these yeah, exactly. guys to do it? Do you know? Do, 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 do you know what I mean? So 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 and as you say, the pros you can you can you can show kind of they're actually quite quantifiable, right? They're 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 you know they're they're, they're numeric, they're risk reduction, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the main con that we kind of come up against is this concept of losing control uh, and and risk. Okay, so so that our our job then as a service provider is to try to mitigate that. You know that's our that's our that's our role because as you say the pros are, are sort of sort of evident. So 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 you know typically if a if a let's say a group treasurer is not used to this sort of structure the, the sort of outsourcing concept immediately saying approach if that's what if that's what people um, if that's what people wish you know it's it's very it, it it's often very easy to. Uh, if people if people raise these issues, concerns, you know, or worries or whatever, it's very easy for us to counteract them actually um, by both sort of you know, third party verification. I mentioned we're SOC one tested, so that takes a lot of the the kind of risk um, element uh, away. We're we're also regular. What is that? Sorry, I don't know. Uh, standard operation control. So so each year we are uh, audited by a third party international um, uh, audit firm, not not for numbers. But for processes, so to make sure the things that we do are being done in a secure and safe way. So that's you know everything from executing a deal to settling a deal to confirming a deal. You know it's it's a it's a full on process. It's a it's a big commitment from us actually to get it done. Um, but particularly in the US, it's an expectation um, of of mm. of service providers. And for instance, our uh, our clients' internal audit functions would rely heavily on that. Uh, uh, audit being undertaken um, from a from 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 a kind of a, a kind of a security um, a security uh, okay. perspective. So that's interesting because when my business knowledge, which is limited, very very much so, um, you, you you I understand outsourcing. If I just look at outsourcing typically, and if I take myself out of treasure for a second, typically you'd outsource because it's not worth it to hire someone for that process at, at right now until you reach the scale at which it would make sense for me to just bring this in-house because it would actually be cheaper or whatever, right? But you're not, you didn't say that. You didn't say as of a certain size. And I think we've spoken as well beforehand. You you work with big companies yeah. as yeah. well. So why is that not the case with treasury and so uh, I Why is scale not the... the but sca scale, I, you see, I think, and here here's the rub of it, perhaps. Um, one person can process a thousand invoices, right? Um, but you need 10 people to process 10,000 invoices, okay? Now, in Treasury, one person can deal $100 million, right? But that same person could do 10 billion. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so there's, a, there's, a, there's an element of that the value gets bigger, right? But the volume doesn't necessarily get bigger. Now, it, it doesn't, you know, I'm being a little bit facetious, obviously, it, 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 does, it does. You can be in more countries, you can have more it, exactly, to manage, you can have... It, exactly, and, and you can have more currency pairs, but it's not that exponential, you've got 50,000 invoices rather than 1,000, right? It, it goes from, you know, 100 bank accounts to 200 bank accounts, you know, that sort of that sort of thing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, other, the, other, the other thing is that what, what we do... Uh, our clients become very comfortable with it. Um, so if they, for instance, keep on growing, they f they find it difficult to justify changing um, what is already working. Um, to be blunt about it, yeah, don't fix um, it. Isn't broken. Like our our, I think a, you know, our clients always tell us if we knew about outs, we don't we don't understand why more people don't do this. Is one thing they say. 
Uh, and the other thing they say is, well, the other thing that always happens, and we love this, is that often um, our clients, you know, the, the, the group treasurer will have an assistant treasurer and the assistant treasurer will then get a job somewhere else as a group treasurer. And it's one of our best sources of clients. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's marketing at its, at its peak. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, means your services you provide. Well, that's, good. you know, that's what we read into it, you know, and we, and we do, we, we do go out of our way to get feedback on that because we, we need to, we need to be providing. So it gets back to that concept, right, of uh, the added value service that we talked about earlier on. Um, we need to keep on pushing forward, you know, and finding the new thing, you know. So, so I mentioned, you know, like for instance, uh, we we would have been one of the first outsourced providers to provide a, a turnkey netting um, solution, intercompany netting um, solution, uh, and that's proved really popular with our clients because you know it's an easy rollatable, uh, easily beneficiable, and there's there's a definable, quantified financial benefit to clients of doing that, right? Um, uh, 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 we've also developed, you know, pretty robust forecasting and cash visibility processes. Um, again, using using third-party tools, we, we'll, we'll talk about them in, in a while. These are things that are attractive, right? But if you look at if you look at if you look, like every year we'll do we'll do a review of you know all the, um, uh, the sort of what's hot in treasury sort of um, surveys that get done. So every year we'll do a review of them, and we'll ensure that our modular services are tailored towards what the requirement is generally we're ahead of the curve but we just want to make sure we're we're sort of we're, we're sort of there or uh, thereabouts right. I'm, I'm also conscious of the fact that previously when we asked you what's what activities can be outsourced and whatnot we didn't let you finish and, and give us a full list so could you just like rant off what are the treasury activities yeah. that get done uh, that are outsourceable sure. which ones are not yeah. And maybe which ones go into the service center? Just because I'm yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. So, so, so let's just be clear about that, right? Okay. So, yeah. um, from an outsourcing perspective, in in our business, okay, and 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 generally speaking, on the in, in the outsourced world, which I have to say is is a not a huge world, right? Um, uh, there, there, it's it's a kind of a boutique, uh, boutique world, uh, in which we in which we operate. Uh, I mentioned that there are a, a bundle of services that sit within kind of an in, what we would refer to as kind of an in-house banking structure, and it doesn't, you know, that's it's that's just an umbrella term, okay. And and within that, uh, we would see cash and liquidity management, uh, intercompany loan management, uh, FX risk management, cash visibility and forecasting, uh, intercompany netting, uh, intercompany um, FX uh, programs, uh, and then other. Other things like uh, perhaps bank system management, uh, bank fees management, spot FX, um, you know that those sorts of daily, uh, daily tasks where every day someone has to come in. You know they need to see what the position is in every currency. They need to position that. They need to invest it. You know it's those sorts of daily management of the group oil um, uh, that we that we would we would often manage. The second sort of structure that we see is what we would refer to as kind of a more a, a back office accounting and systems service okay so so under this model and this is a, this is actually another it's 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 completely different model in, in in many ways so so under under this model rather than outsourcing a particular defined process we're providing a sort of uh foundation uh or, or a fundamental level at which the treasury function as a whole 
um, can operate. So, so let me give you let me let me give you kind of a how how that might look. So I think that will make make more sense before I give you the sort of tasks that we do. So, so let's say a treasurer is sitting somewhere, and he has uh, an assistant treasurer and uh, two you know strategic analysts. Okay, uh, now they can make all the decisions. Uh, they can do all the trading. They can execute all of their um, uh, strategies within within the, that small small team of you know three three or four people, right? But what they don't have is the uh, uh, the the infrastructure environment, the 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 systems environment, right? Uh, they don't have the backup in terms of people who can do the settlements, the bank recs, the confirmations, um, issue intercompany uh, statements, all that sort of stuff, right? And they also don't have the technical accounting support there okay so so they've got all the core strategic treasury stuff sort of none of the the kind of level stuff that that that, that holds it together so so you take them from zero to one like your plug and play it, it precisely precisely so so under under those services like so if you think about it they go okay well look, look we want you we want you to manage it so they'll have access to our treasury management system that's the that's the that would be the key it's a third-party system, by the way. We 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 use third-party systems. Uh, can, you say, can you say which one? Uh, yeah, CGI yeah. Twin is the one that we use. Um, we've we've ah, worked with them okay, for worked with them for a long time. Uh, but like we're agnostic to systems, to be to be honest. Even though we work very well with CGI Twin, it works well. Uh, we do work with other systems as well. Um, uh, but but they so they will have access to to the system, uh, and that that's kind of the link, right, between you know traditionally they would be what we would refer to as the front office right and and then we're providing all the back office and middle office services and it flows all very seamlessly because we have all of the integration in in, in place so you know they'll probably trade over fx all it'll integrate stp with with with, with the with, with the um tms uh, we'll manage all the finastra sort of confirmations and all that sort of stuff you know so and then we'll we'll produce the the accounting the accounting output so like under those what we prefer to that's that's what we refer to as kind of um uh, operation outsourcing, you know, we, we would do bank office activities, which would be like, you know, bank recs, confirmation settlements, reporting, uh, bank information flow and integration. So we'll take all of the data from the banks and get it into the TMS. So you know, the the front office team can can have visibility of that. Uh, then, from a middle office uh, perspective, we'll be doing kind of treasury accounting, which might be management accounts, hedge accounting, hedge documentation, uh, uh, general sort of reporting around and um, the accounting. Uh, static data management, and 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 really importantly, under well under most of our under most of our um, uh, structures, uh, we provide a, a, a direct STP accounting file into our into our clients ERP environment. So you know the TMS will produce a, a GL mapped accounting file, uh, which will flow just on an SFTP basis um, straight into you know whatever it is uh, generally. SAP or one of the big one, one of the big accounting um, systems. So it's kind of very it's very seamless um, from that uh, from, from from that perspective. And then obviously, kind of gelling all that together is kind of the systems infrastructure. So you know the the TMS dealing platform, rate feeds, uh, confirmation systems, uh, integration with banks, integration with SWIFT, uh, and importantly, as I mentioned, kind of we we also have a a, a cash forecasting system that we use. Um, uh, which also is is great for kind of cash consolidation reporting and stuff like that. Okay, cool. And so, what are the tasks that typically you would even advise treasury departments against outsourcing? What are those tasks? So, so ta from from a daily task perspective, there's not much really, to be honest. That can't that can't be done, right? Um, uh, uh, but 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 the sorts of things that we would we would 
not see outsourced to be to be perfectly blunt would be would be uh, 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 funding you know the management of the funding book right so the funding plan the okay. implementation of the funding plan uh, 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 negotiations you know all of the all of the high level strategic elements right but at the end of the day if a treasurer has agreed an RCF there's not much value in 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 his assistant treasurer picking up a phone and drawing down a million quid because they need it right Any, anyone could do that right so so that's you know the the kind of the daily oper- operations of that can be done pretty pretty simply on a, on an outsourcing on no. an outsourced basis. But the par- partnership side of things is the part that you wouldn't relationships the outsourcing uh, partnerships internal culture can be important right um, so Just, yeah uh, well, understand uh, and 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 strategy development and risk appetite they are individual to any particular organisation. Um, you know, we it can often depend on the type of organisation. You know, uh, I mean, m- most of our companies are are listed companies, but we do deal with some very big privately owned companies. And, and generally speaking, they probably have a little more tolerance for risk, right? Because they're not they're not reporting to the market and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but even even within the listed companies, there can be quite a divergent attitude towards um, exposure risk management and 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 their view on that. Uh, and also, like you know. It's, it's, Strategies in relation to things like, uh, you know, interest rate hedging, um, FX hedging, commodity hedging, very much driven by the business view. Uh, and whilst we're we're embedded in the business as much as possible, really that needs to sit in kind of a, a risk committee that has uh, both, you know, business heads, treasury heads, and kind of finance heads in it. Do, do, do you know what I mean? It, it's not it's not a decision that can be, or a policy that can be developed solely by treasury in isolation and and therefore it's not it's not really outsourceable um you know you need to be in the business know the people know know, know the business well i like that so as a treasurer you just get to do all the fun strategic stuff and you give the day-to-day stuff to someone else else correct yeah and, and, and like to be to be honest <laughs> like uh we often operate in very much a hybrid um environment okay so so for instance we would have a lot of us companies okay uh that uh would have would have you know massive amounts of daily cash management requirements, investments, etc., domestically in the US, right? So they have a team managing that. Yet they don't want the deal, you know, by the time they come into work, they want to know that Europe's sorted and how many how many dollars do they have out of Europe to mess with. And that's where we sit in. Yeah, you know, we, we can sit in and say, yeah, well we we'll manage all that. And we'll also manage the intercompany netting and we'll always also manage the European FX. And you'll have all of that information and any of that cash available for you when you when you arrive in, in the morning. Uh, and your team can then do the sort of the, the finessing, um, and and that's a that's a very popular model, to be honest. Um, it kind of a kind of a hybrid uh, hybrid model, uh, where where a corporate has recognised that they kind of need a, a regional treasury centre somewhere, you know, but they don't necessarily want to invest in the FTEs and the infrastructure or take on the Office. risk of, of having it itself. Exactly. Yeah. And and so, Ireland. My understanding of it as a hub, and we spoke to Amy Cullen about yeah, this, which yeah. I know you're okay yeah, yeah, yeah. as well, um, where she said that, look, Ireland used to be the treasury hub of definitely Europe, if not globally, uh, because of the tax incentives originally. And what happened over time was because of that, you had this whole ecosystem of treasury built up there. And then out of that, even though the tax incentives are gone, it's still seen as a, as a hub for uh, treasury operations globally. Um, so there's an element of you just have the expertise there, but is there also the element of just time zone wise? Yeah. Is it 
like, like to be honest, yeah. Companies, um, what's the consideration there? Why? There's a, there's a, there's a couple of considerations. There, there, there's what you mentioned there, right? There's the, the sort of, the sort of expertise, um, sort of like in a global world, right? Expertise is fairly fluid, as you know, uh, as you know. Uh, <laughs> and if I look around me in Dublin, like, like we, you know, we're, we're, we're also the hub for like, you know, Google and Meta, and the, the diversity uh, within, within their workforce is amazing to see. You know, it's amazing to see these people from all over the world. So yeah, that, that kind of labor mobility is, is, is a big thing, right? So, so yeah, we, we, we do have a particular kind of set of skills. Uh, but there's also companies like FDI that have just developed, right? Uh, so, we have, you know, over the years, we develop skills, structures, et cetera, and that, that are able to do this. But, but to get back to your, to get, to back to your, your kind of core question, what, what, what is it? Like, like uh, uh, as I mentioned, we, we would have a significant number of US clients, right? Uh, and obviously, uh, Ireland is a, uh, in an excellent place from a, a time zone perspective. Um, uh, can you explain that? Why is it? Why well, we, times of we, what benefit does a US client get to having an Irish outsource? Uh, well, it's more more the time, not necessarily Ireland. You know what I mean? But it's more the times. So, um, so, so we can so we can we can effectively bridge the whole. Well, European time is is obviously where we're, we're we're fine with. But we can also bridge a lot of um, the APAC sort of time zones if 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 necessary, uh, and. You know, a lot of our clients would have significant operations in kind of uh, uh, in in Western Europe uh, in general, uh, and then out into the kind of you know, further regions of South Africa, et cetera, et cetera. So, so, so we're all you know we're able to manage all of the cash uh, within those zones within cutoff times that will be quite tight actually if you were trying to manage it out of the US. Um, in terms of getting value and getting trades away and and uh, and stuff like that, so so that is that is attractive. Um, the other thing that's attractive, obviously, is that we're native English speakers. Um, so you know, every everybody is uh, able to able able to communicate. Uh, and then even uh, if they understand the Irish accent. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's fair enough. So I'd start a strong I'd, statement, I'd, native I'd, English speakers. I'd start speaking in Gaelic now, and you won't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> Neither will I. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we uh, we also have an advantage in that we're we're uh, uh, from from a, a logistics perspective we're, we're easy easy to get to actually from the US. Um, so there's loads of flights in and okay. out. We have a, 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 a visa clearance. You know we have a US visa clearance within within Dublin, um, which makes things a little bit easier. Uh, and uh, Dublin's a great place to visit, so why wouldn't you want to have a <laughs> service provider? What's the highest number of <laughs> pubs nice. per capita yeah. or something yeah, like this? Yeah. Uh, like, so okay. yeah, like, Super cool. yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, it has evolved though, I have to say, it's, it, and, and, and your initial comment in that it's somewhere where people look to when they're looking at these sorts of things is because it's where people have done it before, right? And who wants to be... Yeah. You know, who was the first man to eat an oyster? You, you know what I mean. You, 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 you kind of, there is, there is a, there is an element of um, uh, uh, being feeling safe with 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 what is being done, and you know what your peers are doing. I mean, there's this. I mean, in that episode we did with Amy, we we brought up a quote from uh, Tim Cook at this time as well, which he was saying once on a conference, which was that um, everyone thinks China is a cheap place to manufacture iPhones, but in reality, it's not that cheap anymore at all. But what it is is if you throw a a shoe into a crowd, you'll hit three milling operators, yeah. uh, which uh, in in the UK or Europe or whatever else you, it doesn't happen. You, you would, yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah. 
Um, and it's just the expertise is built there now, even if it doesn't. And I see Ireland a bit the same way as well for Treasury. It's like, even though the tax centers aren't there anymore, because they were there once upon a time, the expertise is so much there and the knowledge is there. And the that's even the mental association, like you said about, you know, yeah. everyone's always done it there. So it's got a brand yeah. as a as a Treasury hub. Um, Google Meta being there definitely helps yeah. as well. And I know their Treasury operations are based out of there as well for yeah. Google, especially. So these kind of things um, I mean, all like it, do it's, matter. It's funny you should say that because, like, in addition to that, we 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 would have a lot of the uh, European hopes for the banks here as well, and and, and that again, you know, it's sort of a so you know our our clients, our clients, generally speaking, they're very large global multinational organizations. That and and whilst we t we we deal with probably maybe fifty or sixty different banks, like 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 the vast majority of our um, uh, interaction with banks is probably about a handful of banks you know the, the big global banks that you can probably list off you know uh and they all have a major presence here which means that you know if we're working with a client on a particular structure or managing a particular structure they're really just around the corner we know them uh you know it's a it it, it makes for a, a, a an environment that works well it's it's a what's what they refer to as kind of an ecosystem you know that you know everybody can thrive off each other i think 